Good afternoon. Welcome to the In Results podcast. It's Monday the 2nd of November, two days after the announcement from Boris Johnson that the UK is to lock down again. Alistair, lockdown two. Here we go again. How's your phone been this morning? It's been busy, Ben. Perhaps unsurprisingly, in most areas where I've been getting calls, it's been companies where they've been gearing up last week to moving people on to the uh, whichever scheme fitted the tier that they were in, but in particular the, 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 the job retention scheme as it was looking uh, from the 1st of November, which obviously was an improvement on the one that was we were looking at a few weeks earlier. So, you know, from sort of 20th or 22nd of October or whenever that was announced, we spent a lot of time in the last week or two helping clients understand what that would mean for them and what that would mean for their staff financially. A big improvement on the scheme that we were looking at in terms of subsidised wages, which I didn't think was going to save many jobs at all. Um, and now we're, we're full circle back to a full 80% furlough. A lot of employers are quite relieved, relieved for their staff. But, you know, there are some, you know, who'd made difficult decisions to make redundancies. Uh, speaking to one client who has a few pubs uh, and restaurants and um they had uh, taken the decision earlier last month to basically cease trading because their wet trade in tier two just was just not good enough. They'd only, they'd only had the pub for a year. Um, none of their staff had been with them in that particular premises for any longer than that year, but the numbers just weren't going to stack up. So now they want to know, can we, should we put staff back on to furlough? those staff that they'd actually already dismissed uh, for us at the end of October. Now, uh, at this moment in time, you know, you go back to March and the advice from government to employees was to those who'd left employment, perhaps possibly and had started new employment or were caught out by being, you know, not being somewhere long enough, not being on payroll long enough uh, with their new employer to qualify for furlough. The government was giving very clear advice to get onto your old employers. And some of those old employers were saying yes, and some were saying no. In these different times, you know, furlough has cost an awful lot of money to the country. So I've, I've counseled that client to speak to HMRC, get their blessing on it. On pr in principle, yes, they're those employees, you know, as of Friday was their last day, but now Monday, you would think, why not? Provided that you didn't rush to put them back on as employees and pay holiday pay. But in terms of putting them back on furlough, what was good in March, in theory, should be good now. But I think I'd, you know, I'd like to see that guidance come from uh, the Treasury Department. It's only for a month, for four weeks or so, and we'll see. Uh, but of course, it, you know, the weekend, Sunday breakfast uh, news, government ministers are saying it, it could well go beyond the 2nd of December. And so much will depend on what we're seeing in hospitals. Um, but inevitably, it's going to take a couple of weeks or more for the numbers to come through and the R rate and everything else to be affected. 2nd of December might be very soon, but uh, there'll be a strong pressure to open up for the Christmas season. And people in uh, hospitality will be desperate for it. But then equally, people in hospitality, if they're in tier three uh, or even tier two, it's going to have a huge impact on office parties, on uh, friends going out. If they're not getting any assistance at all or very little, they might just 
be hope for hoping that you know you know what they get to start again next year. Well, if we do go beyond December the second, there is little pointing out it up until the new year, then isn't there? Because a lot of the the companies will be closed anyway for two weeks over Christmas. I mean, our business is hoping that they will be able to open December the second, keep people on, uh, and then reassess in January. Yeah, there's plenty of businesses that will take that view, Ben. I think you know, in, in sectors such as retail and hospitality, uh, they'll be desperately hoping that things open up again in December. But equally, there's going to be a hell of a lot of people who are going to be driven to shopping online more than ever. And that, that's a quite a pertinent point because obviously retail needs to open December the 2nd. It's already going to miss out on a month of the Christmas trade. If they miss out on December yeah. as well. Black, Black Friday or whatever towards the end of November is going to be busy, 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 isn't it? Amazon and other ones that will benefit, aren't they? And people like oh, that. Oh, massively, massively, massively online. High streets were struggling as it was. This conversation should have been about a legal update. We know that and we promised people that. But it's very difficult to do a legal update when we don't know what the legalities are, isn't it? Yeah, Ben, you know, speaking today on the 2nd of November, one must assume that all the news on the weekend was simply a going back to the full furlough scheme. Most clients understand what that means they've operated it for a fair few months as people then stop and look at their own circumstances um, you know what to do about holiday those redundancies they were still planning on making can they now use that furlough again on the face of it yes but i'd still like that clarification that uh, it is indeed going back a couple of months to when the full scheme was in operation with no uh, you know with the end data still away in sight still want that reassurance before we go advising clients that yes they can do so so i think the likelihood is is yes with it only being four weeks that a lot of companies will will hang on for the balance and not make any um, not make any rash decisions um, they've already cut down to to workable levels some of my clients were simply able to see how more efficient they had become as an employer as it was a workplace, you know, getting more out of what they had. So they, they won't be ready to make difficult decisions again. They'll be wanting to see that work through. And this isn't a full lockdown. Construction sounds like it should continue, weather permitting. Manufacturing is going to continue. Supply chain permitting. If you have to attend work to work, you're still able to do so. Keep calm and soldier on, I think, isn't it? I think it is. I think it is. And like you say, though, it, it just seem a partial lockdown we work in a on, on a magazine in the motor industry and because the media office we're going to carry on as normal a few people i spoke to today are going to carry on as normal because the kids are at school and obviously saying if you can do work from home but if it's necessary go to the office and i think a lot of people this time are seeing it necessary to go to the office one for the work and two for the mental health side of things as well aren't they that's true ben um i would say as a note of caution i think in the last six weeks or so um certainly here in the west midlands uh, you know increasingly clients uh, encountering uh, cases of covid in work anecdotally it's coming via schools first and foremost but uh, also of course people not complying not so much in work i think work workplaces have worked exceptionally hard but uh, we know we've done a few memos to staff on behalf of concerned employers where it's come to their attention that employees have been perhaps less than 
sensible in their uh, attitudes and have been out enjoying themselves. Uh, we've seen some ridiculous cases, that rave in Bristol. Yeah, these are people that are then going into work on a Monday morning. My local pub landlord uh, has just confirmed he's got it and uh, doesn't know where from. But you know what? He ran a tight ship. He was he was very, very careful, very slow to open up in July. You know, left it a good week to 10 days until he was certain that he had everything in place. And he's been soldiering. You know, he's been marshalling requirements. Anybody walking there without a mask, they're told to get out. Rightly so. Um, but he's got it, um, so he was going to have to shut for a fortnight at least anyway. But I think the workplaces, you know, certainly here in Shropshire, we we kind of felt a little bit, a little bit odd in March because we saw all of, all of this down the road in Warsaw and Birmingham and Samwell and and then further afield like like London and things. It wasn't really uh, seen as affecting us at the time. There was no cases in the hospital. The hospital, if anything, was taking on a few cases from places like Warsaw to provide some overspilled support. But, you know, we felt comparatively safe here, I think. And then, of course, we had the lockdown and people people were broadly adhering to it. And there was really very little cases throughout the summer. But, you know, in the last month or so, of course, we've seen a steep rise in cases here. We just entered tier two on Saturday. And I think that reflects the fact that it is out and about in the communities and it is in the workplace. And, you know, we've done memos to employees on behalf of employers, uh, reminding people of what tier that they're in, what that means for them in their private lives and how the employer expects people to adhere to it. And equally now, I think, I think you're right, a lot of people are thinking, well, they are back at work, they're going to stay at work. But I think those businesses that were cautious were right to be so. And if an employee says, I want to go home, I think the responsible employer should be willing to actually just turn around to staff and say, go home, use the next two days to sort out any IT issues, but but go home. Probably won't myself, but I'm not expecting my two to come in anytime soon. Maybe by next week, I'll spend start spending a bit more time at home myself. You've just got to follow the guidance, you know, the fact is essential shopping, the temptation shopping's gone to a degree, but... Do you want to go into the local shop if the people are not following the rules? No. Well, one thing the first lockdown did bring is people shopping in farm shops and local shops, etc. I look at pubs opening farm shops. I look at pubs doing takeaways um, that never used to and actually but carried on doing takeaways uh, by and large since the lockdown restrictions eased because they found that they were providing a service that people wanted and people want to take away, uh, but they don't necessarily want what traditionally limited takeaway options Telford offered. Now you can get some quite decent pub grub. they got to resurrect that. And um, if they can sell a few beers in uh, plastic pots with lids to those that can, uh, that can fit them in their cup holders in their cars, then, then do it. And of course, there's going to be 3 million people that have to carry on working because they're in the excluded, forgotten scenario, aren't they? There's obviously the big campaigns are about. What's your advice to them on, on carry on working but staying safe? Follow the guidance to the nth degree. Wear the PPE. I hope that, unlike in March, I hope that PPE is readily available still. Businesses who, who, who are in that situation have been in that situation throughout. They're well-placed to run things as safely as they can. But this is with us for a long time to come. And um, yeah, employees in that situation will just have to 
carry on following the guidance, things won't change a great deal for them. No, I get a feeling, and mainly because I help you with it, but your social media channel is going to be rather busy over the next few days and weeks, aren't they? So people really need to follow you on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, just to see the updates that you get, because you post you post things for people, won't you? Yeah, I think at the moment, you know, those businesses that, that you know, I'm telling people at the moment to dig out those furlough leave agreements that they had staff sign in March, or in many cases they didn't. They perhaps just sent letters I picked up on the weekend mention of, uh, you know, the, the fact there's a need for that that to be in writing, that agreement to be in writing. Those people that have had employees uh, back on different terms in recent uh, months, uh, revisit that. Revisit what, you know, you've got some cases, especially in hospitality, where uh, employees have, uh, have agreed to zero hours contracts, whereas at one point they perhaps had a guaranteed minimum number of hours. Uh, but they've switched to zero hours um, or reduced hours. You know, think about how you want that to be dealt with when it comes to including um, holiday pay in your calculations. Dig those agreements out, give thought to zero hours contracts, those that may be now on it or have taken reduced core hours. Um, are you going to put them on furlough based on their current hours or based on the last time they were on furlough? So speak to your payroll, speak to us to get the paperwork um, and look at your resourcing and your cash flow as always we'll we'll see more in the coming days obviously today is going to be a day of further talk in the house i would imagine that before wednesday or by wednesday we're going to see um, more details from hmrc the treasury department etc we'll see all of those guidances coming out but i i'm, I'm expecting the speed in which they've moved, they've just got to go back to fully adopting the, the the full furlough as it was, which worked very well, which was well received. HMRC are obviously used to dealing with it. Payrolls and clients are used to, employers are used to it. Those that need it, I would hope that um, that's what we'll see. Not anticipating four or five versions of the guidance in as many weeks this time round. And we'll be back towards the end of the week for confirmation of that or further guidance. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I shall be sending out updates um, as, during the course of the week as they come to me. Alistair, you're as upbeat as ever what you can, as the way, the way you can be. You're also <laughs> gonna help, you can help all your businesses through it. You're a very confident person. You're very positive and we appreciate you updating everybody. Thanks for joining us today. Bye-bye. Thanks, Ben.